Welcome to the Business Meet Soul podcast. I'm your host, Tara Hegarty, and on this show, you can expect powerful soul-shifting conversations to help you effortlessly expand, align your energy, and unlock your infinite potential in life and business. Because your definition of success isn't determined by an endpoint or goal. For you, success is the byproduct of being who you are, doing what you love, and living in alignment with your soul. Are you ready to anchor into deeper layers of abundance, service, and freedom together? Let's dive in. So welcome back. Today, we're going to be talking to a dear friend of mine, Georgia Rhodes, about wellness for your nervous system by allowing yourself the permission to pause to welcome in space and I guess allow your humanness, the grace to just be. So I'm so very honored today to introduce Georgia, who is a holistic health and wellness coach, yoga teacher and Reiki practitioner, who is passionately driven to awaken the world to living well through breath, movement, and my favorite, stillness. Georgia is the owner and manager of Nest, a beautiful yoga studio in Brooklyn that nurtures the well-being of the nervous system, body, mind, and soul. Welcome, Georgia. I'm so honoured to be chatting with you today and hear more of your wisdom and your beautiful, calming approach to living well. Thank you so much for having me. I, I really want to dive into your story. But first off, before we do, I want to ask you what the soul of your business looks like. Because in today's business world, we are, I guess, so conditioned to shout our purpose and mission from the rooftop that we tend to forget the true essence of our businesses. And I love hearing how people describe their business in this way. So if you could describe the soul of your business, what would that look and feel like? Hmm. Oh, I have never actually been asked that one before. Uh, <laughs> do, do any colours or images come through? Colours or images, yeah. Well, it's interesting because I'm actually sitting in a studio right now and looking out. It's a beautiful day here and it, it, it's just nature that I'm, I'm seeing, you know, the beautiful trees, gum trees and their beautiful grey uh, trunks and the branches just, moving gently in the breeze and I'm seeing the green of the grass, the blue of the sky, the soft clouds floating by. It's it's quite dreamy. And to me, it feels really nurturing. And I think that would be, well, that is the soul of my business really. It's to nurture, to nourish people. And I feel like that's what nature does for me and that's what I um it's not what I hope to do. It's my intention behind everything that I do, that people mm-hmm. feel nurtured, they feel nourished, they feel a difference within their nervous system, within an interaction with me, either personally in a one-on-one individual sense uh, or a class or an experience, an event, or even online, that's, that is always my hope that they take 
a moment. Like they, they've learned to just slow down for a moment and and get back in touch with themselves to feel nurtured by their own breath, by oh, stillness, so by so, that's yeah. so beautiful because I've seen those beautiful photos of your like sunsets um, on your property where your studio is and it's just incredible. The colours that come through, the nature, you know, just the the natural essence and, um, yeah, that that completely relates and correlates with your business. So um, thank you for sharing. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I personally know Georgia and I know she is one hell of a wellness warrior based on her own journey her own triumphs and struggles. And once you step into Georgia's world, you realise that she has this unique and profound way of seeing and loving people, life and the world, and this pure expression and her ability to see someone's soul beyond their personality is really a testament to her personal commitment to self-love, self-development and soul growth. So, Georgia, can you tell us a little bit about you, your story, and perhaps why you are a huge advocate about wellness for your nervous system and allowing yourself permission to pause. Mm. Thanks, Tara. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I definitely can. I um, It's been a big journey <laughs> for me, and I, I guess it, it, it could be a very long-winded answer and potentially will be here, given I'm on the cusp of my 50th year and a lot has transpired in my life to where I am where I am today uh, like starting my life I you know we I was really fortunate to have grown up on a farm like a small acreage with my parents and they were really really into organic lifestyle well before you know, it's very trendy now and it's, you know, there's a, a huge movement this, like, currently, but there, there was then. And we were really fortunate to grow up like that where we grew our, you know, vegetables, f- fruits, what they could, we, and um, animals and, and things. We would eat literally everything that came from the farm and things like that. So really, really good background and it's interesting how it's kind of come full circle um you know I grew up like loving a really active lifestyle and just loving running and horses and just always being active and uh we moved to the Byron area probably when I was about 13 14 and got more into uh horses and things like that and my whole life I guess I've been I've had that grounding in good food and eating that way and then when we moved to Byron we got I got more um, introduced into more alternative therapies and things like that and that's always been a part of my background it just feels like really um, natural to me and uh, then you know moved to Sydney and in my late teens early 20s and uh, I think, you know, it's really good to have this grounding like this that I had. And then obviously for, for me personally and what I think is the thing for a lot of people is to deviate off the path, right, of your upbringing and 
then have to be swung back around onto it because that's how you learn, that's how you grow and, and evolve. And for me personally, I, I ended up getting quite a bad um, staph infection in my mid-20s, had to learn how to manage that. And I yoga entered my life then. I had a really good doctor who um, encouraged me to seek out alternative therapy. And, of course, I was really open to that because I'd grown up with that in my later teens. And um, at the same time, I was also riding, horse riding. I had it been a part of my life for forever and I um, had a horse stabled in the city 24-7. It wasn't really doing so well. So I had to explore different options with like feeding him and things like that. So interestingly, it was my horse that actually brought health more into a focus for me and how do I serve him better right mm, <laughs> which is so interesting. interesting and then yeah. how to and then it's just started that was my window and so looking at back on myself and oh what am I eating where is this coming from which is so interesting so it just switched me back onto the track and the path of where I had come from and uh you know in my childhood and then obviously I've had children myself and I just, you know, stayed on that path of, you know, whole foods and, you know, you, you know, thing, things like that, not being pedantic but just being, you know, really understanding where's the food coming from and what is it that's going to best nourish mm. my family. Uh, and then, you know, we've moved back north maybe 20 years ago now and, in that time, it was oh, just it was actually quite challenging. Uh, moving back with two small children and then discovering I was pregnant again, <laughs> and which is just not great timing. We were living with my parents, and uh, just I didn't have a good support network around me. I found it really hard to be uh, riding my horse, whereas in the city, it, interestingly, it was easier. I just didn't have this the same support and I went through a period of really dark time and got uh, I started getting quite anxious I was starting to have panic attacks and experiencing a lot of anxiety which I'd never had in my life before uh, just uh, feel like I just maybe not having that support around me really affected you know affected me and not having my outlet with the horse riding as much and because now I was pregnant <laughs> and wasn't able to ride um, and just found myself probably after my daughter was born experienced quite bad postnatal depression and that hung around for quite a while and I just remember one time calling Lifeline and I nearly hung up and they were just so wonderful and <laughs> said, no, 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 you haven't rung the wrong number, um, stay on the line. And they were just so good. That was a big turning point for me because it, it made me realise I was so worried about everybody else and not myself. Mm. And then obviously they encouraged me to go to my GP. My GP was amazing and I told her I didn't want to go on antidepressants. Could I try alternative therapies? And she said, you know, yes. And try, 
and but was monitoring me and I, I did that and then she also encouraged me to come along to a local swim run and that was my experience or invitation into triathlon I'd done you know nearly 30 years of horse riding at that stage and eventing and that was three sports and I thought okay um maybe I should get into this tri- uh, triathlon because I've done my I've had my horse doing three events you know <laughs> now I should try it and then that's how I got into triathlon and which was amazing it was such a great experience uh but I found and I also you know it was a new thing for me I didn't understand it I understood it but I, I felt and I'd already had a, a coach in horse riding so I thought I'd get a triathlon coach and I did and being the you know perfectionist I guess or what I was I followed the program to the letter and I, I I got myself quite unwell and burnt myself out so you know coming from um, and then obviously I'm, I'm getting anxious again and going oh what have, what have I done like what's happened and you know I had to really start to explore some different modalities and you're always in a program it's written a rest day like what what is a rest day I I don't know what this is I had so much guilt around even resting anyway when I've got three small children and it was just yeah really really tricky um so I, I started to explore different options I came across the Czech Institute during this time as well and I decided to study with them because it was a really holistic approach. I also uh, changed coaches and moved to a more, um, I found myself a a female coach that specialised in um, understanding women's hormones and just doing things a more gentle way which worked for me so much better. Um, and allow me to have so much more fun and not be tired and <laughs> you know, be still available for my family and just, you know, it's it's a hobby. It's meant to be fun and you're not meant to kill you, like run yourself into the ground literally. And what, you know, then with the knowledge of the, the Czech um, lifestyle coaching that I'd done, I just really wanted to explore this so much more this is I've you know been interested in that for such a long time and obviously it started with my horse and now it's like being turned on to myself it's like how can I start giving back to myself how can I uh start to like slow down without guilt (laughs) on these rest days and that actually helped me then I studied with IIN and got my nutrition and coaching more another certificate in that and just opened my eyes to so much more about uh, health and wellness and nutrition and how it can impact you but also to that I still felt there was something missing and I would occasionally go to these yoga classes to on my rest days or pilates and they were just not restful at all. They, I would leave feeling still quite, you know, like I'd done something. Like obviously I've done, yeah, you know, like it's just not gelling. And 
um, I wasn't really resting, to be honest, you know, not, not, not truly. I still was ticking it off and it, I wasn't coming back to myself. And I went then and did my yoga teacher training because I thought that that would be a really good way to, you know, something I could help clients with as well. But in turn, it actually truly helped me, of course, all these things <laughs> to end up helping you. And it was life-changing because during that training, I learnt about the power of the breath and the breath became a huge tool for me during that and, and since that and I've relied heavily upon that in some cases, you know, more than others. And with my training, during my yoga teacher training, I was still doing triathlon at this stage quite he heavily. And I remember my teacher suggesting for me, my homework should be to focus on the, the breath rather than movement. And that was a really great gift that she gave me because I realized one day during a practice that I had experienced, I came out of it with a runner's high and I had not moved. I had simply been sitting in stillness hmm. and I was like, wow, this is like magic. <laughs> and that is something that I have just since, you know, it's, it's become quite uh, a passion for me, I guess, or to share this with people. And it's really about having that st um, strong foundational breath practice. It's not so much about the fancy stuff. It's having this beautiful connection to your breath that has, you know, been life-changing for me. And that's, I guess, where I start with a lot of people pausing slowing down and, and coming back to your breath and for me you know fast forward a few, a few years you know I then I end up teaching yoga I have this beautiful studio that we an old shed that we renovated and turned into a beautiful studio here on our property and I love guiding people into moments of pause because then to connect with their breath, right? And that's just what came out of learning about how amazing your breath is from my yoga teacher training. But it's they're all little journeys on the way, right? Um, and I then, you know, a few years ago, uh, beginning of the pandemic, you know, I get diagnosed with bowel cancer, like, totally out of the blue and like, I have relied so much on my breath during this time um, uh, it's just been my foundation to lean upon really because uh, it's a pretty big thing to be told and I to be honest like you can't move like with even with so all the beautiful tools that I have and knowledge that I have the breath was the one thing that I had to lean on and to help me get by 
in, especially recovering from surgery, you know, like just even like trying to get into a comfortable position after you've had surgery is actually really challenging. <laughs> Bringing any form of gentle movement was challenging. And the breath, it helped calm me, it helped soothe me, it helped ground me, it, yeah, um, it just brought me back into my body, just kept reminding me that everything's going to be okay. And I guess in a way I was really, truly fortunate that my whole life's journey, you know, way for me, I saw it as preparing me for this experience now you know the cancer diagnosis you know and I've just it wasn't ever a fuck you fuck the world fuck why have I got this I can't believe this I said wow I'm so lucky I'm so grateful this is another reminder this is another reminder to I need to go back inward I need to heal there's something else to do and I've got all these lifelong learnings and experiences and tools to help me on this journey now and I guess from that it's really shown it shows up now in my work with really inviting people to pause you you know we don't need this um we don't need rest day ridden, or maybe we do, but, <laughs> but it just take it, take the time to pause, take the time to be, because we don't know what life is going to give us. We, we don't from one day to the next, we truly don't know. And that is the biggest gift that this has given me to be in the moment, to notice, um, your breath just to notice the little things like be in love with those little things like right now I'm literally watching the trees blow here and I'm like this is so beautiful like and the way the light's hitting it and I get to talk to you about this very long-winded journey of mine <laughs> but that's what makes me want to help and nourish and support people to go inward themselves and I feel like I couldn't I couldn't do it the way that I do if I hadn't had been through all the things that I've been through does that make sense oh yes it does and you can't see me but I'm crying I it's such a powerful story Georgia it just oh it um thank you so very much for sharing that and what a level of um I guess self-care and awareness that you've shown yourself through your diagnosis. And I am in complete awe um, at, at the steps that you've taken to just realign and reevaluate and shift your human self to be in energetic alignment with your soul self and realize that there's always lessons in what we move through in life. And it actually just took me to um, that book, you know, um, Tuesdays with Maury, and, you know, how that, you know, life is like this series of, you know, pulling back and forth, you know, yeah. that um, most of us kind of live somewhere in the middle, yes, but there's this wrestling match, you know, which side wins and it's and it's love wins and love always wins and, and you've just shown yourself so much love and compassion through everything that you've moved through in your life and I can't thank you enough for sharing that today. 
start thinking you actually made me talk teary. Um, yeah, it it is. Thank you for letting me like give me the space to to share that. It has been a journey, and yeah, you're right. It's actually a journey of self love, and I I feel that's what we're all here for as well. And I guess in what I'm doing and my and my offerings and my intention with guiding people to take those moments of pause is to come inwards for that. Ultimately, it's to find that connection with themselves. I've done some wellness sessions and um, which have been incredibly powerful. So I understand firsthand um, the power of the breath. And in our time together, you taught me a number of techniques to help level up my performance at work to stay calm and establish this deeper connection between my body, my mind, and my soul. And these tools, whether you know it or not, are something I use every day to help me overcome many daily challenges. So for someone who feels, I guess, stressed, overwhelmed by life's responsibilities and is just looking for a really simple but effective practice so that they could be less agitated and more grounded can you take us through one of your favorite techniques and how to practically incorporate pause practice in our day or week yeah it's just actually being aware of your breath (laughs) as you know like how you know we did a few uh sessions together Mm. and it was very much about getting you to just notice your breath to start with right and that is the first point of call for people it's there's a beautiful awareness in knowing what your own breath is like first before you can enhance it or rely on it more and the practice of that is just getting quiet enough it's simply pausing you can do it in the car you can do it in your bed in the morning when you're going to bed at night you can do it when you're in the kitchen any any moment of the day you could just pause stop close your eyes for a moment hand on the body belly or heart and just notice what your breath is doing is it are you breathing through your mouth are you breathing through your nose are you is it short sharp ragged is it smooth gentle does it feel even how does your heart rate feel and you know then you can kind of just inquire a little bit more within how am i feeling in my energy those kinds of things. That's the that's the first uh, step, and then then one. If you notice that you're breathing through your mouth, okay, let's start breathing through the nose. Uh, is that comfortable? Is that not comfortable? If if it isn't comfortable, why isn't it comfortable? Could you breathe through the nose and then maybe gently out the mouth? For some people, there could be trauma around breathing through the nose. It might it instigate a a, a fright, fright or freeze sensation in the body so it's while it's really easy for me to say oh yeah everybody needs to breathe through their nose and um, have a nice steady even breath for some people that actually might feel really traumatic or it might um, agitate them so it is about choosing the breath that works best for you ideally yes through the nose yeah I truly love this and it's so simple but so effective isn't it because once you start to implement something so small and you start to see the changes, 
these small changes in your daily life can actually create massive transformation. So, you know, starting simple, I see the benefit of, you know, connecting in with your breath. You know, I like the idea of putting your hand on your heart and the hand on your belly and creating that closed circuit within yourself and being able to just tune in. So powerful. Yeah. Um, And I'd love to know, like, when you do that, you know, how often do you do that? Do you do that every morning, every night? Um, Gosh, I actually couldn't tell you how many times I do that a day. I'm doing it right now. (laughs) It's a constant thing that I do. Yeah. Yeah. Constantly, constantly. And I think anyone that would come to my classes or that would has worked with me knows that that is something I pepper th- or throughout the whole practice because the more that you can get in touch with that, the more you can actually be in touch with yourself, the more you're starting to become in tune with yourself. And interestingly, something I've known for the longest time is that we all have like we all have this ability to know what's right for ourselves we but we seem to we seek externally for what it is that we know what it is that we need right Mm. but if we can come back to just this so that moment of pausing hand you know on your body and even closing the eyes down for a moment to just notice our breath and those kinds of things because then we can know what kind of breath is it that I need right now? Even though I could potentially guide you through a practice, it could be like, what is the breath? Do I need a big inhale and sigh out? Or do I just need to like calm my breath? Do I need to just breathe in through my mouth right now? Which aren't practices I would necessarily um, encourage all the time, but it might be what you need in that moment. And by practicing this pause more than necessarily the actual breath teaches us to come back into alignment like with ourselves, with our intuition with more of our own inner knowing guiding and then from there it is oh okay I need just a quietening breath right now mm. oh I need more water I need a jump. I need to be wrapped up. I need to rest right now or I need to actually do this on my to-do list or I need to go hug my child right now or I, I need, you know, it's allowing the space for that stillness and that quietness to know what it is that you need and that's what I'm doing with the slowing down. It's getting people to become more in tune with themselves like that. I know that I have outsourced for so many things in my life, <laughs> as a lot of us have done, mm-hmm. and it's getting people to, you know, tune back in, and it, it is through that little pause and then the breath. Does that, does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. As it's such a beautiful thing and permission. It's like, it's almost giving you the space to almost connect with your intuition as well, isn't it? It's like letting that drop in while you are tuning into your breath and asking yourself, you know, what do I need? And that's so powerful in this day and age, because I feel that we don't do that enough in our day. And I'd love to ask a little bit more about that because if you're constantly tuning in, is there something big that you've been able to link to your practice, like any big shifts that you've recently experienced thanks to implementing your permission to pause practice? 
yes, because that <laughs> that is, you know, it's probably not something that I would have thought, oh, that's because I've been practicing that. But of course it is because the more that you can become quiet and learn to just pause for a moment, then you're allowing more of your own inner knowing to kind of to to rise up. And yeah, in that I guess I would say would say yes because that has that's what has guided me on my journey of healing that has, you know, has, I've really trusted in what I've known is right for me. Like I haven't, there has been moments where I've doubted some things, but if you can come back to being quiet again, it's, oh, no, I know that's true. Mm-hmm. And even if there's that little bit of doubt or uh, angst, then I can go to my breath or I can, there's always going to be those moments of not not knowing because I I don't know what the future holds. None of us do. And I guess, yes, that practice has enabled me to be okay with not knowing. Mm. <laughs> that's pre- I guess that's pretty big in itself. <laughs> yeah, it is. It really is. And, you know, I was just uh, recently having a conversation with a dear friend of mine about craving these moments just for ourselves, you know, that allows us to um, allows us to find a deep connection with who we truly are and be in that peaceful and centred space. Can you mm. share how busy people and business owners can benefit finding time for themselves in this kind of way? Yeah. Does it help them with their relationships? Does it help them, you know, within their business? Like what's the benefits around doing this outside of being, you know, yes, in alignment with yourself, but is there anything else that you could add to that? Yeah. It actually gives you more energy. <laughs> and the, we all need that too. Don't we? Yeah, it's so true. It, we do, but it, it's slowing down. It sounds so counterintuitive, but slowing down allows you to be able to speed up because I get mm-hmm. what I think happens when you slow down long enough. It, you get to realise where potentially you're leaking energy it just helps you become a little more productive as well Mm. and so say okay I'll um I'll do emails in this certain part of the day I'll do this here by allowing yourself to get a bit quiet whether that's through a breath practice tai chi meditation uh just simply being with yourself having some awareness like you know quietening down for you know even even five seconds seriously sprinkled throughout the day is enough to just realign and help you get back on on track and I know so many of us think oh no I can't I can't do this right now but pulling back for that those little moments Mm. allow you to just propel forward a little more to start with, if, if I actually encourage people to set an alarm on their phone or like various breaks so they can just take those little breaks because they'll often say, yeah, I'll, I'll do that. <laughs> but it's really yeah, you having do need a, those little reminders, don't yeah, you? Just a little reminder. Yeah. yeah. Or just go, oh, okay, every time I arrive somewhere in my car or when I go to get in the car, can I just take a mindful breath right now instead of like the whole rushing Mm. where and just creating 
habits like that throughout your day? Is it when I, every time I go to get a glass of water or if I'm going to take a sip of water, can I take a breath before this? If I'm going to have a meal, can I just sit, close my eyes for a moment and just take a mindful breath? Can I put my knife and fork down between each mouthful? Like Whatever it is that works for you. If you are having a shower, can I use this time to just take a few nice breaths for myself? Every time you go to put your socks on or tie your shoes up or whatever, or you'll head out the door for a run if you run. It's whatever works for you, like finding those little moments that in your day-to-day life that work for you where you can just take those little pauses and slow down, There, that's that's how it starts to come in and that's how you start to like reconnect with yourself and start to understand what it is that you need. Like do you need really need to be responding to everybody all the time or can you be a little bit more on your own agenda and block that into a, a time frame where you address those things? Yeah, same with other things like cooking, children. The breath becomes the or the quietening down rather becomes the uh, like if you imagine a pebble dropping into water and the creating the ripple effect, that moment of becoming quiet and still creates your ripple effect that goes out. It allows you then to address your needs. Oh, I love that. That's so does beautiful. That makes sense? It sure does. <laughs> I remember um, probably a couple of years ago, I used to be tuning into my breath and I noticed my breath was sitting high in my chest and um, it took me a while. And what you were mentioning then, it was same thing. Like it's actually habit stacking um, really worked for me and sitting in the car and taking a few moments just to tune into my breath and setting the intention of what I was actually going to do, you know, whether it was to go into the shop or go drop the kids off or whatever. So that really brought me back down in and grounded me and gave me the presence and the centeredness that I needed to move through my day. Mm. Um, so powerful. So, so powerful. Georgia, thank you so very much for this chat. I've absolutely loved it. You've shared so much insight and I really, really appreciate you getting deep into your story as well. And I know there's, you know, been so much that's happened on your path. So I, I, I'm very grateful for you sharing today. If people want to connect thank with you further, what is the best way to do that? Probably Instagram. It's <laughs> the place I hang out the most. And of course, um, you could just join my email list you can just if you find me on instagram you can easily join from there as well definitely add that into the show notes below so thank you so very much for being here i really appreciate it thank you so much for having me thank you georgia bye all right friends that concludes today's conversation If it lifted your spirit or touched your soul, it would mean the absolute world to me if you could leave a review and subscribe to this podcast so that more souls can be impacted by these life-changing conversations. And if you're not ready for this episode to end, head over to tarahegarty.com to get the show notes for today's episode. I love you so much and thank you for being here. I'll see you next week for another episode of Business Meets Soul.